you have to write your goal down. Like you have to write it down. Don't just think about it. It's like having a good idea and not jotting it down somewhere. And then as soon as you write it down, I would say the next thing is, and I've been doing this every time I accomplish one part of a goal, schedule the next step. So what I mean by that is have the goal. Don't freak out and be like, oh my gosh, I need to like set aside a whole entire day unless you just want to. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but unless you just want to like plan out a day where you can like brainstorm it because I I used to do that and I put so much pressure on the day. All right, so just schedule 30, 45, 60 minutes immediately. Put time on your calendar to flesh that dream out. And then once you've completed that, that's that's the only thing you need to do is write it down and then schedule time to see like, what are the steps? What do you actually want to accomplish? Why is, why is it important for you to accomplish it, right? So the, the very next thing that you do is like, once you finish that session, schedule the next session to work on it, right? Ask yourself what you need to do and like put it on your calendar to do the next thing. And before you know it, like you're accomplishing it. Welcome to Check Your Aesthetic Podcast, the go-to podcast for self-starting creatives. I'm Katie Campbell, the owner of Katie Creative Co., a social media management agency located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And I'm Alexis Aldrich, a Vermont-based content creator focused on promoting productivity that fits your unique lifestyle and growing my career in marketing and creative business strategy. On CYA, you will catch authentic conversations around entrepreneurship, social media, self-care, and the creative industry. If you're looking to grow your online following, boost your productivity, and connect with other ambitious female creatives, then you've come to the right place. Let's get into this week's episode. Hi, Alexis. Hello. How are we you? Have, we really have a lot to cover in this intro. Um, we have so much. <laughs> but before we get into it, this is something we never do. But before we get into it, we just want to let you guys know what you're about to hear. So not in the intro, but in the actual episode. So we had Carson Murray back on the podcast. If you guys are our fans, you're probably a fan of Carson already. She's been on the mm-hmm. podcast before. She was on in 2022 to talk about email marketing. This is actually Alexis's first time recording with Carson because Alexis Well, second was... for this podcast. We did record with Carson's podcast but then the file got (laughs) it did get deleted (laughs) yeah so anyway um but alexis was not on the first episode with carson yes so this was her first cya episode um with carson and we are just her biggest fan we talked a lot about goal setting and kind of mindset behind that and how to set realistic quarterly goals and how to like reflect and change your goals and what to do when you don't meet your goals um, and things like that. So it was a very, very awesome episode, but um, we do have some things we want to cover in the intro, but keep listening to hear all the amazing things that Carson had to say. I actually totally didn't even mention Carson is a copywriter and an educator. Um, She focuses specifically on email marketing and email copy. Copy. Um, That's kind of like one of her really strong suits, but she's also um, recently released courses about like website copy and launch copy. Um, So she kind of spans the entire thing and we're just her biggest fans and we really love her. And she's just a really great resource, a really great person to follow on socials. Um, But today we kind of talked about the back end of being a business owner, which is also something she talks about. And I also want to give a disclaimer that a lot of our um, guest episodes are like very pre-recorded in advance and we had intended for this episode to come out the second week of January but then I had pneumonia and then COVID so we uh, rescheduled and I've decided that we want this episode to go out as soon as possible so we are recording this on the 18th and it will be going out that next Monday so this episode right now we are recording it pretty um, close by and <laughs> um, 
that leads me into a personal update. Um, I want to give a trigger warning for anyone um, that has anything with car accidents um, or cars or just um, negative stuff in general. Just fast forward probably like 10 minutes um, yeah. and, and it should be fine. Um, so um, also, I just want to say for anyone that's worried, I'm fine. Um, I did have a pretty major car accident yesterday and just backtracking um, 28 hours before uh, the car accident, um, my photographer for Switzerland, if anyone that is new to the podcast, I have some kind of like non-traditional wedding plans, which one piece of that included going to Switzerland and kind of like a look, kind of doing like a fake mini elopement. And um, about 28 hours before my car accident, I got an email from our photographer that she was canceling on us, um, which is just really frustrating. She's having some personal stuff um, and, you know, totally, you know, respect her, you know, that's shit happens, basically. And yesterday was proof that shit happens. Um, But yeah, so our photographer canceled. Then about like six hours after that, uh, we had all, like, the plans for Switzerland, but our, we hadn't booked, like, the actual flights, and our travel agent messaged us, and the prices for the flights doubled. Like, quite literally, they said times two. Um, and so that happened, and we kind of were like, okay, is this, like, a sign? I was on the phone with Katie being, like, what does this mean? She um, cried for the first time on the phone with me. Yeah, I, I'm weird about crying in front of people. It's, it's not. It's We're not an. In, now. It's not an intentional thing by any means. I like want to cry, but I like my body stops me. Um, I get it. But yeah, actually, no, I don't. I cry you don't. You, yeah, <laughs> but you understand. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's nothing against you or anyone. It just doesn't happen. Um, kind of like pooping in public. Some people can't poop in public. It's not anything Jeez. against anyone. Um, it's not anything against the pooping it's just (laughs) yeah mm -hmm. or the person it's just you know just happens um but yeah so I was like I don't I just don't know like what this means is this a sign and we were like no let's like still you know make it happen whatever and then I next day around noon um we don't know for sure but most likely totaled my car Um, Mm -hmm. so that was just a very scary situation um, first ever, like, you know, big car accident for me. I've, you know, I've been, like, rear-ended before, but never anything yeah. like this. Um, I would like to say, also, Alexis texted me, like, I just got in a car accident. I'll call you later. I said, are you okay? She said, IDK. I said, did I really? I'm sorry. You said, I'm IDK. So I was like, I said, huh? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I, No, well, you don't have to apologize. Yeah, but I, I just know. thought, I was like, what yeah. does that mean? Well, at like, that the, point, I think when I texted you... were texting you, me, I figured, yeah, like, you weren't, yeah, like, I, you didn't have all your bones broken. That, honestly, honestly, you should be, you should be grateful, but no, like, I texted you while I was still in the car. Oh, my God. And that, I didn't call, I didn't text anyone. I called Austin immediately, and then I think I texted you, so that shows because my priorities. Because we have vibes only. Bestie vibes <laughs> only. But, um... But yes, I apologize for that. I scared a lot of people. I scared myself very much. No, 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 much. it's okay. Um, you, you do not need to worry about me or apologize yeah, 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 to yeah, me yeah. for how you texted me. I yeah. just thought it was like, because I was like, what is that? Mean? What is that? Yeah, what? Like, what, what is going on? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so very scary. And I just want to say 
this is and we are about to mention jess massey the hustle saying the planners and the peacefully productive journal like probably about 30 times in this episode so hey mm-hmm. jess love you um she's been on the podcast before um has she been on twice or only once she's been on once but she's also a new mom so congrats to jess. yes congrats we love your your baby beautiful beautiful um, baby yes but okay i want to give the plug of the peacefully productive journal like literally the largest endorsement that i can possibly give and the reason why is that i have been doing that since the second i forgot the first so sorry but i have been doing it now consistently for 17 days and i i could potentially cry apologies if that happens i feel like i was meant to have this journal and i was meant to have been doing this journal consistently for the past like almost three weeks because I don't think that I would have handled that situation as, not positively, but, like, as well as I did if I hadn't have been working through this and been able to, like, grow a positive outlook on life. It has been, my life has genuinely, I just feel like, I I don't want to have this mentality, but it's very easy for me to say, like, what have I done wrong? And, like, why am I being, like, punished right now I Mm -hmm. you know anyone that's new if you want the list like I got (laughs) laid off in June it's been very difficult for me to find like a good a good job um I've been ghosted by a few companies um multiple uh, multiple yeah um so like and don't even get me started on it do not even get me started on it and then I got pneumonia for a month I got COVID right after that then that brings us to recent um i you know the photographer cancels the things are expensive just like you know the world in general like everyone's struggling right now i don't want it to be like a boohoo what was me kind of thing um but then i think it was not at all meant to happen i I don't want to say that because i i could have this could have we could not be recording right now um Mm -hmm. and i think it, it, in no way am I glad that this happened, but it really did shock my system of being like, oh, okay, I'm grateful right now that I am breathing. Like, I am mm-hmm. grateful right now that I'm not in the hospital. I'm grateful right mm-hmm. now that all I came out of this was cuts and bruises. I have some pretty yeah. nasty bruises, but, like, I don't care. Like, I'd rather mm-hmm. have that than, like, you know, the alternative. And it really just, like, shocked me into being like, okay, what actually matters? And I do really feel like the Peacefully Productive Journal every day you write down things that you're grateful for. At the end of the day, you you write down something that you, um, the favorite, your favorite thing that happened that day or like the best thing that happened to you that day. And I want to literally, um, if you can, ASMR, you can probably hear this. Um, I wrote down yesterday, I wrote at 10.52, my favorite part about today was knowing how many people would drop everything for me. And I don't just mm-hmm. mean my loved ones. I mean, the other person in the accident who was amazing i want to Mm -hmm. like thank the police officers who were like so great and the firemen and just everyone like my mom my future mother-in-law austin you all of my best friends like my future bridesmaids literally i feel so loved even though i'm going through probably the hardest time in my entire life and I genuinely feel like this planner is the reason that I have this mentality and not being like, my life is horrible. You know, like mm-hmm. I could so easily right now be sitting here and being like, this is the worst, you know, like it is, yeah. but I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on like why I'm grateful for like life, 
you know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, sorry to get kind of dark there and, like, heavy, but just shout out to Hustle Sanely, Hustle Sanely community. Yeah. yeah, and we we talked a little bit about mindset later in this um, episode, not to do with like this, but just kind no. of to do with like it with goals in general. But I do think um, it's very admirable the mindset that you've been able to have for the past couple of months. Because I was telling Thank Alexis, you. I was like, when is this going to end? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I we're all about being real here. Like, you know, there's times that Alexis has been slaying, and there's times that I've been slaying, and there's times yeah. that you know both of us haven't. But like. Alexis has really been having a hard time in terms of like it's just thing after thing like after when, thing after last thing. night with no you, good things in the middle of it like no good things and like no yeah and, I mean good things but not like well, you know, no job offer no yeah you know. no like big good things like good mm-hmm. things like I got sushi like that, that yeah you know. exactly but yeah yesterday when you were on FaceTime and <laughs> we were saying how I'm in my flop era and Austin's like can you not refer to your near-death experience as a flop era <laughs> like it, it was. is a flop era <laughs> it, was. it was a very big flop yeah super like big a very flop. massive flop yeah um but yeah I'm obviously just glad that you're okay after the IDK text I did think so maybe sorry. you were gonna be like um I'm fine but I've lost my arm yeah um you know but um if I was texting yeah. you I was alive yeah exactly you know um but anyway that is definitely very scary um but I feel like that's just a good reminder for everybody listening. You know, we yeah. never try to be like down, like Debbie Downers yeah, on the podcast, no. but that's literally just the reality of like Alexis's life. situation right yeah. now and a lot of people's situations at various times in their life. Yeah. So I think it's a good reminder. And, and um, things are things are super hard right now. Like you know, the freaking recession is happening. Everything I, is so expensive. Yeah. I have like a cl- very close friend who was just laid off, and mm-hmm. you know, thousands of other people in his company were also laid off. Like. You know, it's it's a hard time, and I think it, am I in I am in no way saying that these things don't suck. It sucks, trust me. And like, be you know, you're allowed to feel those feelings. But if you're going through something similar, really do just like write down three things that you're grateful for, or like write down one positive thing that happened, even if it was like I, I don't know. I liked the smell of my perfume this morning. You know, mm-hmm. like just or like something a, the episode small. of the show that I watched was funny. Yeah, yeah, something like that. The epi- but I this feel episode like- of Check Your Aesthetic was so <laughs> great. <laughs> this episode slayed. Yeah, but I do feel like you're absolutely right. Just like you know, getting your mindset right can make the bad things in life not feel quite so bad. But yeah, on that note, I guess we should go ahead and get into um, today's episode with Carson and talk about goal setting and even more mindset things in the meat of the episode. If you guys know me, if you follow me on Instagram, if you keep up with what I'm up to, you know that I am a plant-based milk girly, specifically oat milk. It is my love. It is my heart. And Did it start as a trend? Maybe, but it is definitely here to stay. The plant-based milk trend is not going anywhere, especially in 2023. But I feel like something that we don't think about a lot, you know, us hot girls who don't drink dairy, is what is actually in our almond milk or our oat milk that we order in our latte or that we pick up at the store. I feel like you're thinking, okay, I'm not drinking dairy. It's automatically healthier. Mm -hmm. But what is actually inside of those milks is something that I think that we ignore. Yeah, definitely. So I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I recently went to a new nutritionist and something that she talked a lot about was added sugars of course it's okay to have you know a little bit of added sugar and really you're like you know natural presenting um sugars are totally fine but the added sugars is something that you really want to look for and I've started since then turning around my oat milk my cashew milk my coconut milk and you would not believe the freaking added sugars that they add but also other nut milks can have like 
additives like oils and preservatives and stuff and just stuff that you don't really want like you said Katie it's like you think that it's a healthy thing but then it's not really doing what you want so that is a good intro into this week's episode's sponsor which is Nutter and the Nutter machine so making homemade plant-based milk is now quick and easy thanks to Nutter so with just nuts and water or oats or coconut whatever you want you can create delicious nutritious plant-based milk with the touch of a button in as little as five minutes and my favorite part is that you can create any plant-based milk like I said you can use oats almonds cashews hemp coconut soy and really anything you want I mean you know with an (laughs) asterisk maybe not ever anything you want um but yeah I've tried it out and it's it's amazing yeah if you can buy it at the store if it's a plant-based milk you can buy at the store you can definitely use your nutter to make it and yes my dad and my stepmom are very into health and they're very into the ingredients that go into their food they like to have the most like raw ingredients possible and so I knew they would love this and so we have made some nut milks together with this machine and not only is it healthier and it's you know you get a delicious nut or oat milk at the end but it's also super fun to do together and it was kind of a bonding opportunity for all of us which I really loved so Nutter really brings people together you heard it here first but if you are interested in trying the Nutter machine just for our podcast listeners we are offering an exclusive 10% off code with code CYA10 that's CYA10 but this deal will not last long so hurry up and get your Nutter machine with code CYA10. Hi, Carson. Thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. So let's have you go ahead and introduce yourself for anyone that didn't listen to the first episode or might just need a refresher on who you are and what you do. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me back. Chatting with y'all is really, it's really one of my favorite things to do, honestly. But I am Carson with a K, if that helps you at all. I don't know why it would help you, but maybe it does. And (laughs) I am a copywriter. So I'm a strategic copywriter. I write website, sales page, and email copy. I also tend to specialize in email marketing. So that's what I do on the service side of my business. And then on the education side of my business, I create marketing and copywriting courses. Yeah, and our first episode with Carson, I don't remember the exact date that it went out, but it was all about email marketing. So if you're curious about that side of what she does, um, you can go listen to that episode, which we'll have linked in the show notes. But today we are talking about something a little bit different. So we're going to be talking about being a business owner, which we talk about a lot on this podcast, but the things that come with being a business owner that aren't writing copy or creating courses. So Mm -hmm. we saw on your Instagram stories um, back in 2022 that you kind of had a big planning day or couple of days for 2023. And you had these whole like calendars and it was so beautiful in your (laughs) office. Um, So I would love if you would walk us through kind of like your yearly planning process and how you do it and, you know, how you've kind of nailed down that routine, because I think that's something a lot of people struggle with. Yeah, so first and foremost, if it helps anyone listening right now, I have trouble with like big, big vision Mm -hmm. planning. So where a lot Mm -hmm. of people will map out like five years ahead or even two years ahead or even one year ahead, I really Mm -hmm. find a lot of comfort in, yeah, I can, it's 
kind of simple for me to know like, okay, what do I want my life to look like this year and how can my business help me to create that life? Mm -hmm. But I like to map things out by quarter. So that's more my jam. It feels more doable and it also gives you room to stop like each month or each quarter and kind of assess the goals that you've set for yourself and ask yourself, you know, yeah, this is what I set a quarter ago or a month ago, but is it working? Does something need to change? And also as business owners, you know, we know how easy it is for things to fluctuate and change in our business. So I think the whole like planning per quarter situation is just really practical and kind of comforting. Yeah. No, definitely. I I feel that someone from like my perspective is that like I I am that person that likes to plan like five years in advance. I'm always planning almost to a fault like way too far in advance. And I think that like if you are that person, if you're listening and you, you know, have a notes app with like this is what's going to happen in 2026 or whatever, (laughs) I have found that even you can still have those big goals it's going to be pretty difficult for you to get towards those big goals if you don't break it down. Mm-hmm. So you can still have those, those you know, vision boards for 2027 or whatever, mm-hmm. but you still need to, like, break it down. So I think yeah. that, like, for literally anyone, if you want to just stop at the quarterly planning, then that completely, if that works mm-hmm. for you, that's great. But I, com- I, I suggest that for anyone, and I know that I haven't, we haven't recorded the intro yet, I know I'm already going to mention the Peacefully Productive Journal, but yeah. I'm plugging it again, that that, you break it down into mm-hmm. quarters and, like, set goals for the quarters, and that seriously has helped me so much, even though I am such a, like, forward, years in advance type yeah. of thinker, it's helped me to kind of break it down and be like, no, what do you actually need mm-hmm. to do? Yeah. Like, what do you need to do? What do you need to do tomorrow yeah. to yeah. get to that goal that's in oh, 2020, gosh. 30? Yes. That or used 2030. To be... 2030. Yeah. That used to be one of my greatest struggles. I would always go into a new year feeling excited about what I wanted to accomplish, but also very right. anxious that, yes, because right. I felt like, like I felt like things were so, like I had these lofty big goals, but I, so here's, here's just something that is going to, this is going to set someone free. This is going to help someone. Okay. And it's mm-hmm. coming from a lesson that my husband, my husband called me out. All right. In it's the their best job. way. That's their and job. <laughs> yeah. And completely, completely changed my life. So let me just backtrack a little bit here. But we were decluttering our house like at the end of last year. And like mm-hmm. just like, you know, that like the junk drawer in your mm-hmm. kitchen and that like random closet that you don't want to look in because that's where you put everything that doesn't yep. have a home. So I was telling him, he was like, well, he was like, okay, let's just like both choose an area of the house to like spend 20 minutes decluttering every day. And I was like, ew, no, I hate that idea. I was like, we just need one day to like tackle mm-hmm. it all. Do everything. And he was mm-hmm. like, Carson, this is your problem. And I was like, oh, I thought I didn't have any I problems. thought I was perfect. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm perfect. I was like, first of all, I'm It's really flawless. crazy that you would say that to um, me, but anyway. So, yeah, so for the first time in our seven years of marriage, I have a problem. But so <laughs> he was telling me, he was like, you set these big lofty goals for yourself. Like yeah. you're like, okay, I have this big project and I'm going to set aside a day to tackle this project. And he's like, it's really overwhelming. It's really unrealistic. And then you are bummed because you didn't get it all done. You feel like you accomplished nothing. He's like, if we both chose an area of the house, to declutter every day for one week it would be done in a week mm-hmm. and I was like yeah. uh, first of all him and my and best it would friend be done just, better yeah him and my best friend Jess Massey same person same same mm-hmm. same font you know different different website mm-hmm. okay so mm-hmm. they're just like the same when it comes to like how their brain works and Jess has also really helped me and I know you're mentioning the peaceful peaceful productivity 
journal Peace- peacefully productive <laughs> why yes. don't i know the name of it anyway <laughs> so jess i'm sorry i love you Jess is listening um, like please <laughs> Jess is like, first of all, you're fired. We're no longer besties. But um, so anyways, it just shows like how different brains work, right? And that method, like after him telling me that and after like having Jess like help me so much with just like creating a schedule that works for my life, I'm like, you know what? What if I approach my year like this? What if instead of being like, okay, yeah. here are my big goals for the year. I need to set aside these big chunks of time to get them done so I can hit my like monetary goal and like whatever it is goal that I have. I literally break it up into little chunks. And before I know it, if I set aside an hour a few times in January to do X, Y, Z, by the end of January, it's done. Yeah. Absolutely. I also, I kind of want to go back to what you said at the beginning about how you figure out what you want your life to look like and then base your goals off of Mm -hmm. that. I love that because I feel like a lot of times it's like, you know, especially with business goals, it's like business first. It's just like, what are the things that I think I should be accomplishing because everybody else is. But I would love if you would talk more about kind of like your mindset there and how that like informs the way that you go about kind of thinking about things. Yeah, that's really good. I'm glad you asked that because I think it's really important. And I think for the first, this is my fourth year in business. And for the last, like up until this point, up until last year, really, um, I have all my goals in my life really has been about what I want my business to look Mm -hmm. like and Mm -hmm. prioritizing that. And then I think as I got older, I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of, I'm tired of doing it the way that everyone else is doing it. it. I'm tired of prioritizing my business first. Like what kind Mm -hmm. of life do I want to experience and how can my business help me create that? Yeah. Right? Like why, like why not think about it that way? And I don't know like what, I think I just had like this aha, like this breakthrough moment of thinking about it like that. And I am a faith-based person. So a lot of like my faith informs the way I make my decisions. So I was just literally, I was just like praying about it. And I was just like, what kind of like, I was literally just like, what kind of life to God? (laughs) So this this is who I'm talking about. Yeah. To yourself. Um, To myself. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? Like what kind of life have you created me to live? Mm -hmm. Like what kind, like what do you want me to experience? Like I'm tired of doing things like how everyone else, like it's just leaving me empty. Doing like setting these business goals, like the same business goals everyone else setting chasing these six figure years and these x amount of months and like having this type of whatever just like going through the motions yeah going through the motions like you feel so empty so I was I was like I want to live a purpose-filled life so just asking him like what that looks like for me and you know it looks like working less honestly Mm -hmm. like working (laughs) working, not not just working less so I think when people are like oh I want a four-day work week and I want to work less it's not so much about working less it's about the time that you do spend working you're more intentional with the time that you get back right because you could work Monday through Thursday or you could work Monday through Saturday and you could still get the same amount of stuff done you just have longer to do it absolutely right right so being more intentional about my work, um, we really want to build a cabin this year. Like that's one of our big goals. We want to build, we have um, three acres in Blue Ridge, Georgia. We'd love to be able to bless our friends with and, mm-hmm. you know, people who are struggling in their relationship that just need to get back to one another and reconnect. I would love it to be a place where business owners can like do a team retreat. We would love to Airbnb mm-hmm. it, um, just give it to our family to use as a vacation home. So that's yeah. like, that's what I want my life to look like. Working less, being more intentional with um, my hours, being more present in people's lives um 
So I could go on and on and on about like, those are just my big goals and taking better care right. of myself, actually scheduling doctor's appointments and not saying, no, my work comes first. I'm too busy to go get my blood work done, which I've done for like the last two years, mm-hmm. you know? Right. <laughs> so yeah. just, just stuff like that. And then based on what you want your life to look like, how can your business help you support that? Like, how can you create a business that supports that life that you want to live? Yeah. And I, I was listening Definitely. to your podcast episode on this actually. And I feel like it was just such like a, I love the way that you put it because I talk a lot on here about how I think it's important to love your job because you obviously, you know, all of us do. You spend a lot of time doing it. But also, I'm not living my life just to work. Like, that's not – I'm not living my life just to be like, okay, my only purpose is to work. Like, that's just not how I feel. That's never how I felt. My priority in my life has just always been, like, relationships. Some people's is work. Like, it just depends. But mine's always just been relationships. But I just love how you, in your goal setting, keep that in mind because I think that that also puts – less pressure on these goals to be like, you know, I'm a good person or I'm a bad person kind of, you know, if I don't achieve them or I'm good at my job or bad at my job, it's less pressure. And I feel like it's more like your business and your goals should serve you. The reason that you're setting these is not to give yourself a jail that you are living in for 2023. It's to, you know, it's (laughs) to live a life that you want to live. So I feel like that's really important. Um, But in the terms of like physically doing this, you know, your planning days yeah. that you have, what are the ways that you, you know, keep, you know, set your quarterly goals? Where do you like physically store them? How do you keep yourself accountable? Things like that. Like, what does that actual planning day look like? Yeah. So I asked myself, okay, so I know what I want my dream life to look like, mm-hmm. right? And some of that is very monetary. So I know how much I want to make just to like, pay the bills and support my life and put money away in savings and how much we need. Like, okay, if we want to build this cabin, how much do I need to make in order to like, you know, do that? So first, um, just being very real, like I think about my monetary goals, right? So what what are those goals? Because that helps me to backtrack. So just thinking of it's, and I think this is good for every business owner to just sit down and like evaluate, you know, what what's your cost and you know how much do you need to make to do x Mm -hmm. thing and just setting that goal so that's like that's what I start with is my monetary goal and then I ask myself okay looking at my business like my services my courses how many projects do I need to book um how many courses do I need to sell right because those are the direct things that are contributing to that monetary goal that also supports the life I want to experience Mm -hmm. um with that with that right I also set boundaries for myself so going back to I only want to work x amount of hours per week okay well if I want to make this much and this is how much I have to sell or do but we also need to keep in mind this is how many hours I want to work so now it's about being really intentional about the activities that are helping to market your business so then you go back to your marketing platform so I'm kind of like working backwards Mm -hmm. right life I want to experience money I want to make what are my services And then what are the boundaries around work? And then what are my marketing activities that are going to contribute to me selling those services, Mm -hmm. right? And being really intentional. This might mean like if you want to work less or more intentionally, this might mean choosing one or two or maybe three max marketing platforms that you're pouring your time, effort, and energy into because marketing your business is a part-time job in and of itself, Mm -hmm. right? But if you're really intentional and you're really focused and you go all in on a certain amount of marketing, that can help contribute to your goals. And then once I know all that, then it comes down to my marketing activities and client work, right? And looking at my calendar and asking myself, okay, if I want to show up consistently on Instagram, because that's a huge um, uh, just client generator for Mm -hmm. me and course generator. So looking at Instagram, looking at my email list, looking at the podcast, those are the three platforms that I want to prioritize and be intentional about 
And if I want to show up consistently on each one of those platforms, what does consistently mean to me? And now I need to schedule in time within my work boundaries to make sure I'm creating content that allows me to show up consistently. And then I also yep. need to schedule in time for my client projects that I want to take. And that's kind of how I set my schedule. And that's like a day that breaks down into like a daily schedule for you. Yeah, so that breaks down into a daily schedule. So now looking at my schedule, so like looking at January, I know one of my goals in January was to book a project, right? So I have a week set aside in my calendar on January where I'm going to do a project work. There's no marketing activities Mm -hmm. going on. That is for a project, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, if I want to sell five courses this month, really putting in the effort and the work into my marketing platforms to try to sell five courses. And then if one of my, my focus goal for January which I learned from Jess having a focus goal um, is to find a way to be consistent on my market like to show up consistently on the marketing platforms that I'm prioritizing because again these marketing activities is they're the trickle effect Mm -hmm. of everything else I want to do so then like we have a week mapped out for my client work if I book like a client project and then around that week so all the other weeks in January I'm working on podcast content Instagram content email content right Mm -hmm. so every day has a purpose every day that I'm working has a purpose I don't wake up any day really in my month where I'm like what am I doing today what am I working on yeah so right every and I know that sounds a little intense but you know what's more intense waking up every day not knowing what you're not knowing Mm -hmm. yeah because that's when you're working (laughs) Saturdays that's when you're working Sundays that's when you're stressed because you're missing a dinner because you forgot about x thing that you wanted to do so I wake up every day knowing that where I spend my time is very intentional and it's contributing to the marketing activities to the things like I want to the money I want to make and to the life I want to create yeah I love the idea of kind of like you said, if you tried to take a year and plan out every 365 days of, no. I couldn't do That it. would not work. But when, you know, when you're looking at just a month, I like how you're giving each day kind of like a purpose because I do think there's a lot to be said about focus. So like if you go into your day and you have like, a thousand things to do or what my fatal flaw is, I'll start the week and I'll make like this big to-do list and then I'll be like, hmm, like when should I do what? Um, And like then I end up doing like jumbled, you know, half tasks during the day and things like that. But I feel like giving each day a purpose that aligns with your goals is a really good way to make sure that you're kind of like on track without, you know, without being like, okay, so now it's December 2023 and I said I wanted to make $10,000 this um, a month this year. So now I need to... um, make so much money to make up for my goal like you know I think but now I did nothing to do it I didn't do anything to do it because I didn't know what to do and another thing we're going to talk about Jess a lot I feel like because I have to give credit (laughs) where credit is due and a lot of what my and Jess Jess is Jess Massey she's also been on the podcast she's my my bestie she's been on the podcast um but what she also teaches is like to have weekly check-in meetings with yourself so when I say like Mm -hmm. I'm planned like every day has a purpose that's because like on Friday morning one of my favorite things to do is plan the next week right Mm -hmm. so just knowing and sometimes I'm gonna be honest like when it comes to marketing activities I plan the month so I schedule I schedule like and it depends on each business right so I know like one week out of the month goes to a client project Mm -hmm. right so that week is booked out nothing happens that week I'm focusing on my client's project okay or it's it's a week that I reserve in case someone does want to book I say hey I have this week open Mm -hmm. all right right so um and then around that are all my marketing activities calls I have with clients podcast interviews and all that jazz because when you're a service-based business owner which I don't know if a lot of people that I'm you know if you have a lot of service-based there is this thing that happens to us and I know people can relate 
but we get so deep in client projects. We'll do like client project after client project and then we pick our head up three months later when we have no more client projects and we say, I have not marketed myself in months and no, no. one, I feel like no, no one knows about my offer. So we cannot do yeah. that to ourselves anymore. And we have to be more intentional because that panic yeah. leads to burnout and it leads to imposter syndrome and it, it feels terrible. And I did that for years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's like, it's like the definition of insanity, right? If you keep doing that, something. <laughs> yeah. And we all complain about yeah. it. We have to change the way that we're scheduling our work and our life. Yes. And um, so anyways, I do a weekly check-in. I do like a monthly meeting where I'm like, okay, I know my marketing activities. Let me let me pop them on the calendar. I know the week out of the month that I want to do a client project. And I base that around like the flow of my period too. Like mm. I look at like my, <laughs> yeah, my flow app, like it's literally, it's called flow. And I'm like, okay, yep. so whatever week is not my period is going to be a client project yes. week, right? Yeah, you got right. you you to give them the like, best yeah. of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They deserve it. Because yeah. I know that's just like a miserable mm-hmm. week. So that's like my lower energy task week. Maybe yep. that's like scheduling posts. Mm-hmm. Like that's not yep. filming reels. Maybe that's just like writing captions or scheduling. Mm-hmm. So yep. every month I'll pop in like my marketing activities and like wherever that project is going to be. And then, you know, week to week, I'll kind of do like more of the nitty gritty details. Yeah. Right. I love that. And I also, I feel like... um the you know the peer, the piece that you said about like your energy and, and your cycle and things like that I also think that whenever you break it down to these smaller like you break these goals down into these smaller tasks it also lets you kind of work with your energy which is something we've talked about with multiple mm-hmm. guests here before but whether it's your cycle or whether it's just in the mornings you're better at this and in the nighttime you're better at yeah. this or maybe right. you literally cannot work past 3 p.m there was a time in my life where I could not work past 3 p.m. So I would rather wake up at 5 a.m. and work at 5 Mm a.m. than work past 3 p.m. Because my brain just shuts off at 3 p.m. It's kind of getting a little better. So does mine. I wake up at 5. I wake up at 5. I end my day at like 2.30. Yeah, I just can't. If I do, yeah, yeah, anything after 2.30 No, it's also just going to be bad. Like if I'm trying to like do something, it's going to be bad. And I also notice from what you were saying earlier about forgetting to market yourself – I'll like leave my my personal marketing tasks till the end of the day. I get there and I am so tired that I'm like, I can't do this right now. Like, mm-hmm. I, why would I do this right now? And it feels like something that you can let exactly. go. But then like kind of, I really like the word that you used, like the or phrase, like the trickle mm-hmm. that like, you know, letting something go or like, you know, not thinking about a goal until it's the time that you wanted to achieve that. Like literally, what do you think mm-hmm. is going to happen I'm talking to myself not you guys but like you know like what what do you think is going to happen if you're like hey I want to um make x amount of money in a year but then you're not doing like the tasks that like like you said Carson like you know marketing yourself that's Mm -hmm. part of achieving that goal um but I want to know from more of the like physicality of like doing this so let's say someone is listening and they're like okay yeah it's still January I will say probably in the beginning of the episode, this was supposed to go out in the second week. Apologize. I had COVID. Um, <laughs> but you can still set your intentions for the year. You still have time. Yeah. Um, but if they want to go do that, where, like, how do you do this physically? Like, where do you keep everything, yeah. like, it, on your computer? Do you write it down? Yeah. Do you have it on your wall? Do you, like, track things? Do you, um, you know, reflect on things later? Like, how does this work in, like, a physical sense so google cal is my best friend Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. i have a color-coded on-brand google cal so that's like i have to like i have to have my google cal so this lives in two places so digitally google cal physically i am a big physical like um like 
tangible girly as well yep. and i recently found this shop through a friend um it's called cat schmoyer and if you want we can put my affiliate link mm-hmm. in the notes if yeah someone... of course so what um you guys were talking about kind of like in the beginning of beginning of the episode was my wall calendars right so mm-hmm. i found a quarterly and yearly wall calendar they're huge they're like 24 by 36 okay so you mm-hmm. go to cat schmoyer's shop and you can pick the colorway that you want so like beige or pink or colorful or whatever you she has like a few different colorways i printed Mm -hmm. out the 24 by 30 so you purchase them they're very affordable um i got the yearly one so i can kind of see like my year at a glance just like important dates like birthdays or vacation or something like that and then next to it i have my quarterly and what i did is I got um, frames for them from like Walmart. Like I've never, I, haven't, I can't even tell you the last time I went to Walmart, but I went to Walmart and I got frames <laughs> for like, I think like 15 bucks each. So like very, yeah. this is like such an affordable process. And it also adds just like, a really cute aesthetic element to your office. So printed out, um, printed them out at Staples, I think, in the size 24 by 36, popped them in frames, and then I got wet erase markers, which are so much better than dry erase markers, by the way, because mm-hmm. they dry, and then you just use, like, a wet towel to mm-hmm. wipe it off, like, mm-hmm. so there's no smearing. And then I look at my goals, right? So I put on, like, my quarterly um, calendar, I put, like, okay, like, there's a section where I can say, like, okay, how many projects do I want to book in January? One project. How how many courses do I want to sell? Five courses. And then I put on like, you know, the monthly spread. This is when my um, project week is. And this is where like certain marketing activities are. And this is when I'm hosting my workshop. And I, yep. and this is like, um, I also put like in the side spread, like this, these are the podcast episodes I'm recording this week. So I can see mm-hmm. like everything at a glance. Like even though I have my Google Cal, I walk in my office and I look at like, I can just see everything it's for the staring f- at for you. a quarter. And I do this for January, February, March. I do it like at the top of every quarter. And I plan it out so I can see what my goals are, what my podcast Mm -hmm. episodes are, when I'm going to take a client project, where my marketing activities fall. And it just lets me see like everything. I have it like right next to me. It lets me see everything at a glance and it just makes me feel so organized. And then I basically, since I'm more of like a pen to paper girly first, that allows me, so I probably write all this out on paper first, then I transfer it to my wall calendars. Then I plug it into my Google Mm Calendar. Yeah. I think honestly, like the process of, I I am such a proponent and it feels so overkill, but I am also like a put it down, like write it down because it's not going to happen unless you're like physically writing it out with like pen and paper, but also having it digitally, especially like you're not always going to have like your physical, if you're at Target and you're like, what's happening like next month, like you randomly think of it and you got this like anxiety, like I need to know right now, you have your online you know, version. So you can, you can check on that. But I am such a proponent of like writing your plans in like every spot that you could potentially (laughs) have it so that you're not like ever questioning it. And like anytime that you pull up your Google, Google calendar, like you said, like that has it. Anytime that you open up your planner, that has it. Um, just so that it's not like, oh, I have it in this one journal, but, you know, whatever. And then you never look at it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel like we should talk a little bit. We've talked about this. I don't remember if we talked about this on our goal-setting episode. But in terms of, like, mindset, we've kind of touched on this. But, you know, you set these goals for your quarter, whatever. Um, Let's say, Carson, I'm sure at some point in your business you've experienced this. We all have. You do not reach your goal. Oh, no. You know, it – 
comes and you're like, oh, that just did not happen for me. What is kind of your, like, how do you kind of like take care of yourself in the same, you know, the goal setting process mm-hmm. is really aspirational, exciting, but the reality of it isn't always what yeah. you expected. So how do you kind of take care of yourself and your business in that way? So I'm a recovering black and white thinker. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the beige. <laughs> I'm trying to find the beige in my life. Same. Um, so anyways, that being said, I've worked a lot in therapy on this, to be honest, because I'm like, okay, you set a goal. We have to, like, we have to achieve it. And Do I would, anything to achieve yeah, it. Yeah, I would, I would get really bummed at myself when it wasn't happening. I'm going to be very, very honest because I feel like it's important to be honest, um, obviously, but just as, in, I think this is important to be honest about. I have yeah. on my wall calendar right now, I'm looking at it. I have that I wanted to sell six launch copy 101 courses and five email marketing 101 courses this month. Okay. Do you know how many courses mm-hmm. I've sold this month and we're more than halfway through? How many? One. I've sold one yeah. course and I'm not embarrassed. Yeah. I'm, I'm not at all embarrassed to say that because right. the way that we should look, um, at our goals, I don't want to say, I don't want to should someone, but the way I encourage someone to look at your goals, especially when you're first mapping them out, is as an experiment. I've had to look at things as an mm. experiment. And when I talk about my focus goal in January being um, to be really consistent about my marketing activities, I'm experimenting with that. So I set my January up the way I thought would be good for me to create content. And I'm going at the end of January, I'm going to ask myself, Carson, did you like the way that you did that? Mm-hmm. Were you able to be consistent? Right. Or does something need to tweak or change? So I set, I, you know, I thought they were realistic goals. I thought it would, and maybe next month they will be. Maybe people just aren't investing in courses right now. I don't know, right? There's so many different variables right now. Um, So Mm -hmm. I have sold one course and I was bummed about that at first, but I'm like, okay, maybe... It's not my courses. Like I, I refuse to believe it's my courses because I have like over a hundred students in my courses. So maybe, yeah. maybe it's the economy. Yeah. It's maybe, probably the economy. Maybe it's, uh, very much so. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. it's that people just aren't looking for that right now. Maybe I need to do a better job. Maybe I need to be a little more aggressive mm-hmm. marketing it mm-hmm. um, on social media and, and on my email list. Mm-hmm. So now at the end of January, I'm going to see like where we're at. Who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll get like an influx of courses. People will hear know. this and five people buy right. your yeah. courses. <laughs> Yeah, maybe now I need to not put so much pressure on selling my courses every month. Right. Maybe I don't have like a monthly goal for my courses. Maybe I have more of a quarterly mm-hmm. goal or maybe I just change right. change the amount, right? So right. it's looking at goals. Like goals are great, but they're not the end-all be-all. And I think if we start looking at them as more of an experiment, we'll be yeah. a little bit more like gracious with ourselves. Yeah. I think that's so true. And I think that like, with I I just recently finished the book Atomic Habits and I think that like something that book is like awesome I seriously suggest anyone read it if you're interested um but I think something that I have experienced and I felt I don't remember if he explicitly said this but I feel like it, the energy was put across that like don't get bogged down in like setting the goal mm-hmm. because sometimes I'll be like oh well like I'm gonna use like I don't know. I'll say, like, drinking water because I have a water bottle in front of me. Like, I'll say, like, uh, this is very much based in falsehood, not reality. (laughs) Okay. Pretty, I'm okay with drinking water. But let's say I want to drink, like, three of these full water bottles. Mm -hmm. And then I get into it and it's, like, too easy for me. Or it's too, like, hard for me. It's easy to just change your goal. Yeah. You know, like goals can be malleable and that's mm-hmm. something that I kind of like trip myself out on. I'm like, 
you know, if your goal is to like lose weight, I would trip myself out on being like, well, how much weight is realistic? And then I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. Your goal can change. You can get two months into it and be like, okay, well, that was Mm -hmm. a little bit overzealous Mm -hmm. or, oh, well, that was actually a lot easier than I thought. Let's push that out and make it, you know, more of an aggressive plan because I think that it's actually achievable. So I think just like I... I like how you said that, like, recovering black and white thinker, because that, I think Katie and I both are those people, very, like, all or nothing, like, Mm. things have to be a certain way, or it's not going to happen, and, like, whatever, and so I think that with goals, that's something that I'm working on, is, like, just do it, just try, and then, like, you can figure it out along the way, it doesn't have to be perfect, you don't have to have, like, you know, a, a tracker and, like, have the, you know, the percentages going up every single day or whatever Yeah, because it, it should like, also it be fun. Be. And it, I think it's important to be honest yeah. with yourself, too, because even after having this conversation with um, y'all about this and, like, reflecting on what have I done to really put, like, to put these courses in front of people, I've now mm-hmm. thinking about it and, like, being honest with myself, I've hinted at it. I've, I've um you know, given people freebies related to the course, but I haven't, like, just come out and been like, hey, I have these really awesome courses. If you're struggling in X, Y, and Z area, if you would like to experience this like here they are like I haven't done that consistently so I think it's also like being honest with yourself like yeah what what did you like what activities did you do yeah um right also as well because now that I'm even thinking about it it's like you know expecting to win the lottery Mm -hmm. but not buying a lottery ticket and I'm not saying I haven't put forth any effort but I I could probably like be a little bit more like unabashed about it yeah and I feel like we we have a question written here about kind of like the reflection piece of things, which is kind of what we're talking about right now. But that's what I like so much about what you said about, you know, doing it quarterly and then having those monthly reflections because you're not, you know, you're not tying yourself to setting monthly goals for 12 full months in like the December of the previous yeah. year and just mm-hmm. hoping that they stay, you know, realistic and hoping that they stay relevant, relevant to you and your business. Um, but I love that. And I also, I feel like, I don't know, Carson, if you have this experience, but me and Alexis are kind of, like Alexis, I consider kind of like a coworker, sort of. Um, and I also have my yeah. friend Cora, who's kind of the same. But one of the things that I really love to do is sharing my goals with other people to mm-hmm. kind of hold myself accountable. Like you said, having this conversation has made you realize, like, you know, maybe I should reflect on and reevaluate my efforts. And I feel like yeah. being able to have somebody who, you know, you can talk to about those kinds of things and wants to have conversations with you about those kinds of things. And, um, you know, not somebody who's going to, you know, dictate your goals, but just somebody to have open conversations about your business goals. I feel like that's something that's really important um, as well. If you can find somebody like that. Also, I'm not sure if I speak for all three of us, but me, at least, if you want to talk about your goals, you can slide into my DMs. Oh, yes. Like you can, I'll talk to you. I'll talk (laughs) to you about your goals. Um, But in that monthly reflection, what are kind of like the specific things that you look at when you're kind of trying to decide like you said is this realistic or should these be altered um I kind of just look at so I'm kind of new to reflecting on them it's hard as (laughs) as like a as a black as a black and white thinker and just being like so I used to I'm gonna be honest like I used to set a goal not accomplish it and then I would just be like okay well I guess that just wasn't for me or I Mm -hmm. guess I'm just like not cut out for this or I guess like this good thing just isn't gonna happen for me and I know that sounds like so doom and gloom like even just saying that but that was kind of like my mindset or I just felt discouraged and wouldn't pursue it so I kind of just follow like um I think oh gosh does Jess have I think she has like monthly reflections in like her planner like questions you can ask yourself and they're kind of like the questions okay here's the thing like I feel like we ask ourselves these questions at the end of a year like we look back at a whole year Mm -hmm. and we're like this is what got me thinking like in her planner she has like 
reflecting on your last year and I'm like I feel like we ask ourselves these questions at the end of the year like we're diligent about that but like why aren't we asking ourselves these questions every month and I think you know at the end of a month or something so she has some really good questions in there but some things I like to ask myself is just like okay like we didn't reach xyz goal or you know um how do we feel about that so like how does that make us feel and also like affirming ourselves so being like hey i didn't reach that goal but i'm still worthy Absolutely. like i'm still right worthy of it i'm still capable of it like you know just making sure i'm like re- and also go ahead. also like other things that you did well that yeah. month like just because like like let's say like your you know goal like of the of the courses like that doesn't mean that your life is centered around Mm -hmm. selling a certain amount of courses. You also have a husband, you have like a house, you have a life outside of work. So like, did you spend time with your friends and family Mm -hmm. like you had planned to, you know, like maybe one aspect of your life is not getting to a certain like monetary or like, you know, numerical, but like, focusing on that as well apologize that I no that's wrong. like a whole that could be a whole episode in and of itself because I feel like people get in the business space it's so easy to get hyper fixated on like these monetary goals and lose your life mm-hmm. you know yeah. and it's just um it stinks but anyways um yeah so just like reflecting on like okay like maybe we didn't reach that goal like how like can we change it in any way? So like, how can we adjust it? Or how can we adjust how we're working on it? Um, and some of the things that I like to ask myself now. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then just, again, with that whole experimenting. So experimenting is something that I worked a lot of really hard on in therapy, like mm-hmm. just being okay with it. Like people used to say like, yeah, just like try it out. Like I'd have a marketing idea and they'd just be like, yeah, just try yeah. it. Like see if it works. And I was just like, excuse me. No, I need to make what? sure that it's going yeah, to no, work. I need, like, I need proof. Yeah. It has to be perfect or it ain't going to happen. Um, Um, so it has to be perfect um but anyway so yeah just experimenting like okay how can we do it different and like being okay with experiment like it's almost like looking at a science project so we tried Mm, this like a hypothesis yeah what part of it did we like what part Mm because you know I could show up really consistently on all three of my marketing platforms like I could hit my focus goal of doing that like showing up consistently because I think that is one of the most important things I can do in business is show up consistently so people can be finding me getting used to my brand promoting my services Mm -hmm. so that they can eventually hire me or buy a course right that's very important to me I could do that and absolutely hate the way I did that this month, mm-hmm. right? right? Like I could be just feel like it's miserable. So how do I need to address that? What what can I do differently? Do I need to like, and I'm not saying I'm going to do this, but instead of like cranking out four podcast episodes a month, does it look like biweekly episodes? So I have more space and mm-hmm. freedom in my life. Mm-hmm. So just treating it like a science experiment um, and asking yourself what worked, what didn't work, what did I enjoy, what didn't I enjoy yes. about it? How am I going to do it differently or am I going to do the same? Celebrating the fact that like maybe you hit the experiment on like, you know, you you just did it right the first time, right? Mm-hmm. And you love it. Right. Um, but another thing that I'm going to start, and I know you didn't ask this, but another thing I'm going to start incorporating is I'm going to get like a piece of butcher paper because I just feel like that's pretty aesthetic. And mm-hmm. I'm going to put it up like next to my calendars or somewhere in my office. I love that. And like every day I'm going to write down something good that happened before I step out please, of this space. Please, I need to do that. And by the end of yeah. the year, I just want to see all the good things that happen in my business, whether it's that, um, you know, five people shared my post or, um, you know, yesterday I launched a free community called the Keep Showing Up Club. A hundred people joined. That is miraculous. I haven't sold all the courses that I want, (laughs) but I have like this really cool community now that I've been wanting to create. Right. So like just writing down, like looking for like the wonder in your day and like celebrating the good. Cause I walk out of this office so many times, shut that door, walk down the hallway 
And I'm like, oh, man, yes. what a day. Yes. And I'm right. not thinking about there's so many good things that happened mm-hmm. in this day. I was even – I was talking to my right. boyfriend last week, and in the this is a very – I feel like every time we have you on, it's like honesty city, which I love. It's one of my favorite things about you. Like, <laughs> I just – like, you, like, are just so genuine. But I – last week or two weeks ago, some at some point, it was in the same week, I lost a client and got a client. The only thing I could mm. think about was the client I lost. Losing. I And the client that I got was bigger than the client that I lost, if it even matters. But I couldn't think of anything other than the client that I lost. I just couldn't. What did I do wrong? No. Why did they, why aren't they Exactly. Not, not like, oh my God, I just signed a new client that's literally a bigger client than this previous one. This is amazing. Clearly, you know, all the efforts that I've been putting in to, you know, continue to sell my services are working. No, I could only focus on the bad things. So I feel like that's another really big thing is especially in reflection, because I think it can be so easy to get bogged down in, okay, I'm going to reflect on my goals. What did I not do? What did I not reach? Mm -hmm. What did I not? And that's, you know, that's something that a lot of people. How can I be better? Exactly. And I think even if you're checked, like if you have a list of five goals for January, that's too many, but if you did, and you, let's (laughs) say you completed three of them, but you didn't complete two of them, you're going to look at the two, you know, it's it's easy to Mm -hmm. look at the two and be like, okay, well, F me, I guess. Like I can't, you know, I can't yeah, do anything yeah. and I'm not. Can't complete all my Exactly. Goals. When in failure. reality, you know, the percentages are in your favor and like all of the things that you mm-hmm, did do. Right. And I think also, like you said, looking at the ones that you did accomplish, why did those work? Why did that work for mm-hmm. you? What right. did you do that worked and made that happen? And being able to apply that to the other goals. And there's also, you know, sometimes right. there's, especially in business and like with service providers, there's times that are slower. There's times that if your goal is to sell yeah. three three courses, that's going to be way too much. And maybe another month, like you said, that's going to be not enough. It's effortless. Yeah. And so yeah. it's just, um, it, you know, it depends on so many things. And so I think if a goal didn't work in January, think about, okay, maybe I want to push this February. Maybe I, let's, let's circle back there in April. You know, why don't we take a break from this when it's feeling really hard for me right now? You know, this the mm-hmm. tasks that are, you know, aligned with this goal you know the things I'm putting in my google calendar about this goal are feel like a chore and I keep not doing them or doing them poorly so let's circle back on this later but I feel like that reflection piece is just so important um and like you said it's just so important not to focus on the bad because if you do I think the bad just keeps coming and it's so much easier said than done it's so much easier said than done like I was telling them before we got or like before we press record I've been in a spiral like it just like honestly like a poo-poo like spiral <laughs> like it's just been bad um and so much of that not laughing at the spiral <laughs> laughing at the poo yeah um yeah. but so much of that is just like mindset and I just think that you have to be careful with goals because I think a lot of times in business with like the yeah. girl boss mentality all of us are constantly trying to get out of it's like what more can I need to do more yeah. more 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 like if I didn't do as yeah. much as I did last month then that's bad and if it's not perfect then exactly. it wasn't enough so I feel like that's really important. yeah and I think you have to be creative as a business owner too, right? So if I, you know, I'm not selling my courses so that income isn't coming in, but another thing I can celebrate is I have this new offer called the copy day. Right. I've had two people book that. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't even set a goal for how many of those I wanted to sell, really, but like celebrating right. that instead. Yeah. And that being like a really good thing too. And mm-hmm. it also just like, it in business like business is ever changing ever evolving so if you're not selling like one of one thing and not saying that like you should do more but then maybe looking at like maybe it's time to like create something new exactly yeah because like if people are loving Um, the copy day maybe there's a reason in the market right now that that's what people are loving so maybe your energy would be better spent 
working on that for January and February. And then And that's exactly what yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. And that's because you're the smartest girl yeah. in the whole world. And that's why you're doing that. And you you and, and you that's because you have the prettiest hair I've ever seen. The house down, um no. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I feel like that is something that's can be so hard because obviously everything you create, you're like this is literally the best or else you wouldn't put it out. Like and I yeah. I actually have a friend who took your email marketing course um and she I can attest that it had it who? Who Cora Barhorst. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, hey, she is my friend. She lives in Baton Rouge. She's an artist. Okay. Um, and oh, okay. yeah, and I, her email list is so good. She has really leveled it up. Um, it's very awesome. I am on it and I love it. And so anyway, this is just me trying to sell this course because I it's great. She was she was over <laughs> yeah. at my house one day and she had the lessons playing on the TV. And I was like, that's my friend and my other friend. Um, but so good um, and like so actionable. Like she literally sent like probably zero emails before. And then like now she's like really cranking them out. Um, and they're just Cora, so beautiful first of all, Cora, congratulations. Second of all, where's your testimony? No, li- <laughs> I'll, I will text her and tell her that she needs to write one. Um, but anyway, so the long to make a long story short, you should buy the course. But also, everything we put out mm-hmm. is great, but the needs of our followers and the needs of our people change, change constantly, and your needs change constantly. Mm-hmm. And the market. Absolutely. And so I think that that's something else that is so beneficial about doing these reflections consistently every month because things are changing just absolutely constantly with everything in business and I think that the the difference between somebody who's able to succeed for a long time in business and somebody who isn't really is like the ability to kind of like change with that um mm-hmm. yeah adapt that's yeah. a big word Alexis good job Definitely. you gotta lean with it rock with it you, you know? really do and if you don't yeah. then that's... you're gonna be miserable and so stressed out all the time <laughs> yeah yeah Definitely. yeah but um, so I want to ask, before we move on to the random question of the day, I want to ask, since we, we always ask our guests to give some, like, actionable steps that they can, that the listeners can, like, move forward and immediately, as soon as this episode ends, they can put down their phone, whatever, and go do something. All so right. let's say, I want to give you, close your eyes, <laughs> POV. picture this, that someone has, like, a big goal for their business, or even for their life, honestly, like, this could apply to anything, what should they do literally right now within the next 30 minutes that they can start to get kind of the ball rolling? Write it down. Yeah. First of all, I think Jess says that, like, you have to, or someone says that, I've read that somewhere, some some goal person has said, like, you have to write your goal down, like, you have to write it down. Yeah. Um, don't just think about it. It's like having a good idea and not jotting it down somewhere. But also I think right. it's important to write it down somewhere where, where you'll see it. And then as soon as you write it down, I would say the next thing is, and I've been doing this every time I accomplish one part of a goal, schedule the next step. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. I mean by that is have the goal. Don't freak out and be like, oh my gosh, I need to like set aside a whole entire day. Unless you just want to. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. But unless you just yeah. want to like plan out a day where you can like brainstorm Get it. Get it over with. Um, because I, I used to do that and I put so much pressure on the day. All right. Mm-hmm. So just schedule 45 to 60 minutes. Actually, it could be 30. Mm-hmm. 30, 45, mm-hmm. 60 minutes immediately. Put time on your calendar to flesh that dream out. Mm-hmm. And then once you've completed that, that's that's the only thing you need to do is yeah. write it down and then schedule time to see like what, you know, it would look like to, to like what you want that goal to look like. Like what are the steps? What do you actually want to accomplish? Why is, why is it important for you to accomplish mm-hmm. it, right? And then yeah. once you've, um, what does Jessica call it? She calls it like, um, like these, 
like these baby steps. That's not what she calls it. I'm sorry, Jessica, but she calls it like baby steps. Like what steps do we need to take to like accomplish mm-hmm. that goal? So the, the very next thing that you do is like once you finish that session, schedule the next mm-hmm. session. Yeah. To work on it, right? That's really what I've been doing. And you have it's you have such a sense of accomplishment because each time you show up to like work on that thing and I'm mostly talking like a goal related to like a project or I'm thinking about like launching a new mm-hmm. course or creating right. a new service I always think in terms of business so I'm sorry if you're thinking about like running a marathon <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> I mean you could do the same thing with the marathon like you could schedule yeah. a pop a session on your calendar to like look up shoes mm-hmm. like good shoes like running shoes or something right. You could schedule your next run, your first run, like, Mm -hmm. or schedule a course that you want to buy that teaches you how to run a marathon. And then your next session is like, okay, now I'm going to run or I'm going to take the course. But like, just like write it down, schedule your next step. Once you've completed that step, ask yourself what you need to do and like put it on your calendar to do the next thing. And before you know it, like you're accomplishing it. That's amazing. And I love that piece about scheduling the next session while you're doing it, while you're thinking about it. So important. We love it. And we live for the Google cow. So amazing. Okay. So let's get into the random question. I like today's, um, even though usually I try to make them positive, but this one's kind of negative, but not in a serious way. So are they different questions all the time? Random question is different every single time. Yeah, I know. You do like, don't you ask the different guests the same kind of different I don't know. I, Rapid we just do it. You know, we just okay, shoot. Yeah, let me, let me hear the, let me hear okay, the question. Okay, so today's is what is one food or beverage that you cannot stand? Food or beverage? Um... <clears throat> Tres leches. Really? Which is, yeah. Really? First of all, I don't drink milk. Okay. okay? Well. And tres leches literally, <laughs> literally means. But yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't have that. And it's, it's like a spongy cake. Yep. So I grew up in a Cuban family, so tres leches was like a staple. Huge thing. And mm-hmm. now I look back at eating it, and I was like, first of all, why? And second of all, like, why? Second of all, devastating like, for your thing? stomach. Like, it's and- like, <laughs> It's like yeah. this spongy. It tastes like you're pouring three different milks on like a sponge mm. and then you're eating it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's immediately my answer. Amazing. Love it. Alexis, what is one food or beverage that you cannot stand? Okay. I literally might edit this out because um, I feel like I'm going to get like canceled for this. Not canceled, but this brand sent me a like a thing of drinks. I am not going to say the name of the brand, but I literally dumped them out. <gasps> Not the free brand. <laughs> you can't think of anything think else. Please. Please. No, that was the worst thing I've ever had. This like. is so bad. This is horrible. That's hilarious. Okay. Okay, please well, tell me the brand later. Okay, you I don't will. want another answer? You're good with that answer? Pomegranate. I there hate pomegranate. Go. That's a much more politically yeah. correct answer. Just in case I edit it out. I probably won't. I'm living. I'm living for my honesty days because it's Carson it. episode. Yeah, yeah, so honesty. You got to be honest. I love it. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's fine. And there's no way that they're editing. If they're listening to an episode, they're not. And listening honestly, to the end let's let's just this. be real. Brands, they're new. They're up and coming. Mm-hmm. So like, they have some stuff to work. Yeah. On. Don't you have some that you like, Carson? Totally. Yes, but I'm scared to say which one I like. Oh, in case it's the one that she doesn't like. Kidding. No, I don't think it's the same. But y'all, after after we finish out. recording, we can um we can share our okay. okay. My theater cool. beverage that I cannot stand is olives or anything with olives in it. Um, same. I do I not like olives. them. Do you like olives, Car- Carson? Yeah, I eat them. Olives are the a are a hit or miss Gross. situation. I love like everything else, like pickled. Like I like all that other stuff, but 
Yeah, I hate same. olives. I can mm-hmm. handle a muffalata, but that's like the only thing with olives in it that I can handle. What is a muffalata? A muffalata is a New Orleans sandwich. Um, it. I was gonna say it has. To it be. has like muffalata bread, so it's like a. Um, it has the bread has like seeds on it, but it has like. I love how I say what is a muffalata, and you say it has muffalata bread. Yeah, it's because it's nothing else. <laughs> like it's not it's not used for anything else. It's called muffalata bread. It. I'm gonna but it. it has like yeah. ham, um, and it has like olive tapenade on it. If you like olives, you would really love it. Oh, I love um, olive, to- olive tapenade. But I can handle muffaladas sometimes. The bread is like it's like this big bread that's like a circle. And, like, it has, like, seeds on it. I don't even know how to explain it. But oh, I see it. I see it now. Yeah, it's, like, a, a popular New Orleans sandwich. I don't even know everything that's on oh. it because I don't eat it that much. But you probably love it. I do not eat this much meat. <laughs> wow. There is, um, um, there, there is a lot of meat on that sandwich. And I didn't I, – I don't know where, like, you if you can get them anywhere other than New Orleans and, like, Louisiana. But they're, like, very – popular here probably not it looks straight out of new orleans yeah it's it's really meaty and yeah. uh uh olivey but it's like it looks like a meat cake like it looks no, like it's a cake so, if you cut it and, it's and the layers huge. are meat it is huge it is like <laughs> so big and they're always i'm like there is it has no business being this big but i went somewhere yeah it's giant oh they're not God. always that big yeah. but i went somewhere um in lafayette um my boyfriend and i went to Jefferson Island and there's a restaurant there Jefferson Island is like Avery Island is where they make Tabasco and Jefferson Island is like right down the street and it's like some something I don't know they have all these like weird things going on but I had a chickalata chicken muffalata that was good you probably would not be as offended by that mm. it wasn't as meaty um it also had no olives on it though which is why I liked it but anyway after the education anyway. piece on New Orleans food I do not like olives sometimes I'll eat a muffalata I also hate root beer I don't yeah, I don't you like do. root beer, but I also really? don't, I'm not afraid of beer. Root beer is illegal. It, <laughs> I like I like root beer, but I also don't drink a lot of soda. I know that's like a weird. Do you like cream soda? I don't drink soda either. But even like the Olipop, like I see influencers posting, like they're like, "This is the best Olipop flavor, and it's root beer." And I'm like, first of all, I trust nothing else you say." Okay, what about cream soda? Do y'all like cream soda? No, I like. Butter, I used to butter beer. I used to drink literally whenever I'd have like a sleepover. My mom would order us pizzas and then get like one of the like. Like, sometimes, like, two, two of those, like, gallon or well, not two gallon. Liter. Yeah, like, liter. Yeah, like, cream soda. And we would drink, like, like the No, cream soda thing. is the kind of thing that like, I think, like, so only gross. children and, like, my boyfriend, yeah. like, love. Like, because, like, I, if I drank an entire cream soda right now, I think I would have to sleep for, like, three hours. Oh, yeah, for or, like, sure. Vomit. Like, it's. Yeah. I'm a doctor. I mean, it doesn't. I don't think it mm. tastes bad, but it's just, like, it's too Have much you tried the, the Dr. Pepper with the coconut in it? The coconut creamer? No, no. I like, I don't only drink, I don't drink soda. So like when I say like Dr. Pepper, I like try, I drink like the poppy, Mm. like Doc Pop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also poppy, poppy is, poppy is the moment. I love poppy so much. You love poppy, okay. Mm -hmm. I've never, or no, I've had, I had poppy. Uh, Yeah, I absolutely love poppy. They have like so many flavors though. I've never tried the ones that are like fake Coke or like, you know, not, that's such a mean thing to say about poppy, but (laughs) that's cola flavored. Um, But we absolutely love them. Anyway, okay. The tangents um, when we have our friends on the podcast are just off the rails, but Carson, thank you so much for coming on. We've had so much fun chatting with you again. Um, Do you want to go ahead and plug your socials so people can follow you and your courses so people can help you reach your goal? Sure, (laughs) sure, 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 sure. Yeah, um, yeah, if you want to check me out on Instagram, I'm at Carson Murray, which might be in the show notes because my name is with a K and an Mm -hmm. E and it's, it's different. It's also with a C. 
Not not like that. No so, um, yeah, if you just want to hang out with me on Instagram, then you can tap the little link in my bio, and that's where you'll find my email list, the podcast, courses, the Keep Showing Up Club, and all that good stuff. So let's I'll just save you time. Just go there and tap on the link in my bio. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and want more, follow us on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic and TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. If you want to support our show, text the link to this episode to a friend, share when you listen to CYA on your story, or leave a positive rating or review wherever you're listening to this episode. If you want to hear more from us, be sure to hit the follow button on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll talk to you next Monday. See ya!